Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. There are still so many questions about how Yaroslav Hanka was, quote, vetted and allowed to come to the House of Commons and be commended, no less. How did the person doing the vetting not see or realize the landmines that were in his background? As we heard yesterday on the show, Hanka has made no secret of his past, even blogging about the, quote, best two years of his life, being in the Waffen-SS, fighting with the Nazis against Russia in the Second World War. I mean, is the problem here that people don't know enough history, that the person doing the vetting didn't realize what it means to say you fought against the Russians in Ukraine during the Second World War? Like, what else do we not know about because we are, we're just not paying attention to history. We're not learning our history. Well, joining us now to talk more about this is Ivan Kachanovsky, who's a professor of political studies and conflict studies and human rights at the University of Ottawa. Ivan, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for the invitation. Ivan, do we need to learn more about our history? Like, it's so surprising that this happened. Do people just not realize what it means when you say where you fought in World War II? Uh, yes, I think this was uh, totally unbelievable that such elementary knowledge about World War II, in which uh, Canada was involved and which is amazing conflict in history of humanity, would not be kind of um, immediately clear to um, members of the Canadian Parliament, to Prime Minister of Canada, to uh, Zelensky and members of his delegation who gave pending ovation to um, uh, veteran of uh, of. Uh, Assess Galicia division, uh, even so, uh, kind of, uh, he was not uh, mentioned as such, he was just mentioned fighting Russian, Russians, but actually, uh, he, um, uh, Russians were not only part of the Soviet uh, military at the time, uh, there were millions of Ukrainians fighting also against Nazi Germany, so he also was involved in fighting against uh, many Ukrainians, and I think this was quite unbelievable issue to, to, for me to, uh, to witness and to, to see, because I research this division, I know the politics, and uh, I still cannot believe that this could have happened. This is epic debacle, and I think uh, which would have negative impact in Canada and many other countries, but uh, it now uh, it's already been uh, tackled by politicians, by the media. I think this is a very good sign. Uh, Ivan, though, is it a collective failing? Like, did we collectively fail to not understand our history? Uh, yeah, I think this is uh, this is a kind of a major failure and major kind of a debacle because uh, kind of. Uh, but I, I don't think this would refer just to to everybody because um, people on Twitter when uh, they found a reference to a press article uh, about uh, this person serving in the first uh, Ukrainian division also noticed that this was actually a reference to a uh, Galicia division. So it was not only kind of a limited knowledge, it was easy to find with very basic information which was available or should be available, especially for people who given such uh, kind of reception and such uh, steady innovation right. in the Ukrainian parliament. Ivan, let me ask you, though, are we, like, post-World War II, 
obviously there was a lot of immigration, right? People from Europe moving to North America. In Canada and the United States, was a lot of that history, like, did we not look enough into the history of people who were moving here at that time? Uh, yes, I think this was uh, after World War II and also during the Cold War. And for this reason, uh, a lot of uh, people, I think uh, and about 2,000 veterans of SS Galicia Division, moved to Canada during the Cold War. And this was uh, kind of um, just uh, also political decision because of the... Uh, uh, of the uh, geopolitical considerations, and they, they were not investigated. There was no major issue until I think there was a commission established uh, in the uh, 1980s to investigate this division. But also because of the Cold War, this uh, commission did not investigate properly this division, and only basically historians and people who are involved in Ukrainian studies were uh, researching this division. And I also published a peer review article. Um, examining involvement of these division members in variety of atrocities, including mass murder of Jews, Ukrainians, and Poles during World War II. So I think this this is I think very important uh, to uh, for politicians actually to understand uh, basics of uh, uh, of history, uh, like basic facts of history. I think they are very highly educated, so they supposed to know this uh, kind of. But also uh, to prevent this because it uh, kind of they are supposed to be steps to prevent such event from right. taking place in the first place. Okay, so there's supposed to be steps, but, but Ivan, what do you think Canadians need to know? Like, what are some of those gaps that we have? What do you want them to know? I think it's it, uh, because I uh, specialize in teaching and, and uh, doing research in uh, conflict studies and human rights in Ukraine, Ukrainian politics. So I think there are a lot of information uh, again about uh, basic knowledge which is not uh, widely known in uh, Canada and many other Western countries. Uh, for instance, um, a few people know in Canada that uh, about six million uh, people in Ukraine were killed. Uh, during World War II, during the Nazi occupation of Ukraine, including uh, one and a half million Jews, but, but also many millions of Ukrainians were killed during World War II. My own uh, grandfather and grand grandfather were also uh, uh, selected for execution by Nazis. They survived in the end, but they, they were they were not fighting in any military formation. They were just ordinary ordinary Ukrainians living in them, which, right. which was that, part but of that's, Poland. That's the difference, though, Ivan, right? Like, there was fighting without associating yourself with the Germans, and then there was fighting by associating yourself with the Germans, and we need to ask those questions. Um, uh, yes, but I think uh, uh, during World War II, there was, in Ukraine, uh, there was also another organization uh, which was fighting against the Soviet Union, but uh, called Ukrainian Sergeant Army. But this uh, organization also was uh, basically mostly Nazi collaborators who served in the police, but later joined uh, and established this organization to fight at the end of World War II. So again, uh, kind of, I think uh, in uh, World War II, I think this this conflict was quite uh, kind of quite significant and quite uh, clear cut uh, from a special perspective because in and the same applies to Ukraine. There was basically only real choice is between supporting uh, Nazi Germany or, or supporting uh, again allies, including the Soviet Union at the time. 
So I think and many people, uh, there was no need to voluntarily join this division as, um, as, uh, as was done by people who joined this division voluntarily uh, at the end of World War II, when it was already clear after Battle of Stalingrad that, this, uh, that Nazi Germany would face very difficult time and possib- a real possibility of defeat. Right. Uh, Ivan, do we all have work to do? Like, what would you tell Canadians? Like, do we need to educate ourselves? Yeah, I think, yes, I think this is important because I'm a professor, I teach students, and I, I always give them information about Ukraine and, and, and background in Ukraine, which is not very widely known. And I think uh, even the current war in Ukraine also kind of has a lot of um, kind of uh, blank spots and also other uh, conflicts in Ukraine and even uh, I did a search about uh, which I also show students about invention of electronic digital computer which also has linked to Ukraine a contribution of Ukrainian mathematicians to this invention of electronic digital computer but again very few people know in Canada and many other countries oh, that's so true Ivan thank you for your time you're welcome. Appreciate that. That's Ivan Kachanovsky, a professor of political studies, conflict studies, and human rights at the University of Ottawa, uh, saying that essentially what we saw happen, this worldwide embarrassment that Canada has suffered, uh, the fact that the House of Commons pretty much um, you know, saluted and commended somebody who you know, fought with the Nazis in World War II, that embarrassment right there uh, could have been avoided if we just paid attention to history, if more people knew history. Like, how did somebody vetting that person to go into the House of Commons not see the red flags. And there's still more to come on this. There's still a lot of pressure. More parties have called on the Speaker of the House to resign. And I believe the Speaker actually has a meeting with some of the party leaders about that, that the Bloc Québécois is now also saying that Anthony Rota should resign. So there is more to come on that and we'll keep you posted.